Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. Presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, none other. As we roll into the 5 o'clock hour, busy time. Uh, we, You know, things have slowed down a little bit on Friday nights, obviously because uh, our man Curtis Quillen, chilling with Quillen, uh, has done a great job all year, but a lot of times he'll have to report on many, many different high school games. Now you get down to the very end of the season and you get deep in the playoffs and you start to lose a few teams. Fortunately, when you work in Central Texas, the teams tend to hang around for a while. Hated to see, uh, hated to see uh, this uh, this Hawley uh, take down Marlin. But uh, uh, Curtis, great to have you back. You were at a wedding last week, uh, like some kind of Friday night uh, uh, wedding type situation. But uh, great to have you back on the air. And um, boy, Lorena did what it had to do. And I mean. Uh, that team, that, that poor team in the Austin area, just ended up uh, uh, ended up in a ditch. Uh, I tell you what, Coach Biles, the whole program, that was pretty impressive, Curtis. Not hearing him, Aaron. I don't know if we lost him or not. Oh man, after that beautiful, that beautiful uh, introduction, it to, was good. To, uh, <laughs> to, yeah, I mean, I really launched into it. And, talked about Curtis now we get him on I'm not going to say any of that I'm just going to say here's Curtis just talk uh Curtis Quillen sports director at Channel 6 a man that uh he'll show up at college games he'll show up at some of these high school games and while we're waiting for Curtis um yeah yeah okay all right we're we're, we're uh, going to try to get him right back on the air uh we got Mart and uh, Fall City that uh that is going to take place this evening, and um, our own our own Tom Barfield will be all over that. He has, uh, after calling Waco High games all year, uh, Tom got on the Mart bandwagon, and he's they love him in Mart. He's really become. I, in fact, I think Tom's thinking about leaving Robinson and just moving right out there to Mart. But uh, uh, Coach Tusa and uh, Tom, when they see them coming, that's a uh, those are very distinguished gentlemen in Central Texas. Both of them very well known. They can't really move around the area without people stopping them to talk. But uh, glad to have Mart. All right, we apparently have Curtis Quillen. Curtis, I'm going to blame your phone for what any kind of issues, Gremlins. It, certainly, it could not be our equipment. We are we have wonderful equipment here, even in broadcasting. And um, Curtis, good to have you. I'm going to have to skip. I gave you a wonderful. Uh, uh, introduction earlier, but I'm just going to have to skip all that, and I'll just say, <laughs> sorry, sorry, my Bears had to do that. I, I, uh, I know you had your news hat on the other day, but did you? What, what was that moment as the as the young man's trying to get into the end zone? What, what was your? Were you, were you kind of, were you pretty tense? I, I didn't have uh, eyes on you at that point. I was, uh, I was at a different part of the uh, press box than you. You know, it, it, it's funny. Chris Williams from KWTX was about two people over from me, and he kept looking over at me during that fourth and goal play with Desmond Jackson. And 
man, I, I eventually got to the point where I was like, okay, there's really no point in me shooting this play from 115 yards down the field. So I'm going to move closer to the Baylor bench. And I actually shot it from over near where, uh, where Hankins was taking practice kicks on the sideline. And what a play. Like, it doesn't matter which hat you have on. For a Big 12 Conference championship to come down to one play like that, that's great for college football, and it's great for the conference. Um, and I was talking to a mentor of mine, who uh, John Holcomb, who's the color commentator for the uh, Cowboy Radio Network. Like, is that play different with Jalen Warren? And he goes, honestly, maybe. But Baylor's defense is still really good, and so they could still make that stop even if it's Jalen Warren. And so there's a lot of there's a lot of you know conversations that can be had about that play. But the fact of the matter is, Baylor made the stop. And yeah, that was a an, an incredible ending to an incredible football game. And I think that you know a game like that coming down to one play is a good thing for college football. Yeah, although you would have liked it to, to end the other way. And, and uh, I, I've seen some of those memes today. I didn't put it out there because I didn't know exactly who came up with it. And I hate to do those when I can't credit somebody. But there's an aerial shot, and it, it has the oh, kid yeah. stretching out, and it says somebody has the meme or whatever, like we're inches away from the weekend or something. <laughs> it was, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness. Uh, Curtis, yeah, uh, that was a – well, you had a good attitude about it. I like it. You put your newsman hat on, and you do see it as a good thing for the conference, although a tough thing for Oklahoma State fans. Let me ask you this. If he gets in there and Oklahoma State wins that game, do you think Oklahoma State would have been one of the final four? No, I don't. Because I think you have, I think the committee made it clear this year that, you know, a uh, Cincinnati team that has won 23 games in the regular season and conference championship games, uh, you know, basically 23 non-bowl games in a row, uh, it has earned a ticket in. And so I think that Oklahoma State would have been number five. I can, I can see that. Um, but I don't think that it, the Cowboys, based on the way everything unfolded, I don't think the Cowboys would have been in. Even if even if it had been Warren, who I think has the ability to make that cut a little bit better than Desmond Jackson does, um, yeah, I don't I don't think that that necessarily determined the fate. I think maybe if it's a conference championship, that you it might be a better argument. You know, I don't I don't even think you can keep Jim Knowles if that if that if that touchdown scores. So I really don't know that it changes the traje- trajectory of anything other than Mike Gundy has a second Big Twelve championship. Yeah, and uh, oh, Gundy, what a uh, what an interesting interesting deal that was. And then uh, Dave Aranda gets his first Big Twelve championship under his belt. Talking to Curtis Quillen, Channel Six Sports Director, and uh, Curtis, how we had uh, had Marlin in in uh, action last night, and then obviously uh, Lorena. Uh, how did you uh, how did you kind of handle that? Did you? Uh, I know you like to get out there. I also know. Now that you're the sports director, you need to be in studio quite a bit. What, uh, where, how are you kind of trying to keep up with both of those games? Well, fortunately, Nikki was able to go up to Weatherford with Marlin and handle that for us. Um, our sister station in Austin, KVU, uh, was covering the Lorena Lago Vista game because they covered Lago Vista. And so I was fortunate they were able to help us out because we've got so many special projects going on right now, Matt, you know, with, uh, with high school football wrapping up combined with, uh, 
with Sugar Bowl prep preparation and, you know, year in review stuff that our station does every year. Uh, I needed to be in the office last night. And so I basically followed everything on Twitter while working on who knows what at the moment. Plus we had the college football awards tonight though. We're dividing and conquering. I'm actually, I, I always wanted to channel my inner Tom Barfield. So I'm actually coming to you from the, uh, the press box, the press box is a beautiful Kelly Reeves athletic complex in round rock for the China spring Quero game. Uh, and then Nikki is down in uh, Elgin. I, I told her she needed to take advantage of some really good barbecue down there, but uh, you know, I don't, I don't know that barbecue is really her style, but she'll be handling uh, Mark Fall <laughs> City round four tonight. Oh man, love getting Nikki, the New Jersey girl, out there in, involved in the, in the field. Elgin, she'll enjoy her time there in Elgin. They'll love her, and uh, that, that's interesting. Now, when you break this one down, uh, China Spring, Quero, I hear the uh, the Gobblers. Um, I, I I hear Quero, and I think of the great players of the past. Uh, I think Brad Gable came from a, a former Baylor great. I think uh, Robert Strait came out of Quero. Uh, they've had some tremendous athletes they've produced over the years. Uh, how do you see this thing playing out? And uh, I know you always look at those uh, Dave Campbell's Texas football. Some of the uh, they'll they'll kind of almost put a line on games. How how's this thing shaking out in in that regard? So the DCCF computers have uh, China Spring as a five-point favorite tonight against Quero. And, you know, I look at that and I say, yeah, I can see that world. But then I also look at what China Spring has done against other teams that played a similar style to Quero. One thing you know with uh, former Coppers Cove coach Jack Alvarez, who's now leading the Gobblers, is you're always going to get a physical team when, when Jack Alvarez is on that sideline. doesn't matter who he's coaching. And so you know that that's what's going to happen with Quero. And honestly, that's one of their – historic traditions down that way anyways you travel south on 87 um matt i really think that this is one of those you kind of have to handle this game like you've handled the past two weeks with west orange stark and carthage because those are two very very physical teams and you know china spring's been very very good at playing in in those uh in those situations and very good at playing uh when they get punched in the mouth first and so you've got to kind of weather the storm and i really don't think you know you approach this game any different than you did two weeks ago in Prosper against Carthage. I don't think that you approach it any differently than you did last week in Tomball against West Orange Stark. Um, I think it's the same thing you've done the past two weeks, just different color jerseys on the other sideline for the third straight week. I really do. And, you know, I think that there's a world that this gets a little close because it is a state semifinal. And so it's a huge stage and there's massive motivation. There's going to be an electric crowd presence. I mean, I'm watching the line in the south end zone of you know Quero fans who are arriving uh, just starting to form and stretch into the parking lot a little ways and I'm sure China Springs line over here in the north end zone will be that way before too much longer but they have a little bit less of a drive so it, it's a big stage you just got to weather the storm and do do what got you here and I think that if you can manage that the things will be fine all right make sure um Make sure you get up there in that press box and and, uh, and and claim your spot. And I hope they have some good pregame food. It's a big crowd. They ought to be taken care of. It should be a pretty big media crowd, I would say, would uh, would show up at this game. What about this Mart game? I mean, I, I've been praying that uh, Coach Tusa and Tom Barfield will get to call a close game. I, I know Mart doesn't mind blowing people out, but um, I'm telling you, man, they, they need to uh, – I think it's tough when, when you – when you go a long time and you win some uh, uh, some lopsided games, 
suddenly, if you get in a close game, I think that's tough if it's been a while. What do you think about that ball game? I think that if there was ever a year that Fall City could have its shot at Mark, that maybe it's this year. And I was talking with uh, a buddy about this last night. Like, Mark's very good. They're a dominant number one. They've earned that right. And it's funny, you know, that 2% gap from last year where we go, okay, yeah, this one's pretty much Mark because, you know, Roger L. Freeman is is the human cheat code in 2A Division Two. So this year I think it's more like, okay, yeah, I'm 98% certain that it's Mark. Um, but it's that 2% that's the gap, and it's a difference than, you know, the years past with the Panthers. And do I think Mark's going to come out with a win? Absolutely. But you have to get Fall City out of its element. Fall City is better equipped – or not better equipped. Fall City is more used to playing in close games than the Panthers are. But I don't think that that's a knock on Mark. I mean, yeah, the one close game they played in last year didn't go their way. You don't think the coaching staff didn't watch the film, break that down, and and figure out a way to fix it? Um, I I have all the faith in the world in this Mark coaching staff. Kevin Hoffman is one 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 of the best in the state. And definitely one of the best in the area, and he's just very realistic with everybody um, in that field house. And I think that they've got it. I think they've got something in the bag tonight that maybe we haven't seen all season. Because yes, this is a quote unquote transitioning Mart team, transitioning into an era without a guy who's just bigger than everybody else in his division um, there in the backfield. But I mean, they haven't shown any any inability to win a title this year at all this season. And I think that the way they dominated region three just kind of is a credit to what they built there the past five years with the Panthers. Um, if, if you were asking me for a pick right now, I would pick, I would pick Martin. I'd pick them by multiple scores. Um, this is a fall city team that's motivated. This is, I mean, and, and is tired of losing to, to Mark, but you know, my dad, my brother, you know, I'm, I'm from Wilson County, which Fall City gets the Wilson County newspaper, Matt. And so oh, wow. I, I know wow. what goes on down yeah. there. And I've, I've gone to Fall City games during bye weeks and when we had Saturday games when I was in high school because they were so good and so fun to watch. I know they're tired of getting their butt kicked by Mark. But I don't, I don't necessarily think this is the year that that stops because what does Fall City have? that Mart hasn't seen this year. And I don't know what the answer is to that question. I don't know that there is anything that you can answer that question with. Well, I'm excited to hear about it. And, uh, and boy, you and Nikki got this thing covered. Matt's been doing some great work. Uh, we'll have this thing covered for every. I like this Kevin Hoffman. I was just watching an interview of his. He wears his caps kind of like I do. He just, he's a guy that just kind of, I kind of like the way the man, uh, the man gets it done. And, uh, I mean, people just basically put Mart in for the state title. And, you know, that's not easy because think about this year. They were like that one night, it was like, uh, it was like a Friday night massacre type deal. There were five reigning yeah. champs that got taken down on like the same weekend or the same night, basically. And, uh, and Mart Black just Friday. keeps yeah, getting it, it done. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, Black Friday, it, it you're incredible. right. Mark keeps getting it done. They beat teams twice this season, you know, because the, their district advanced the regional semis. And it completely occupied the last two weeks of regional play. This is a really good Mark team. Yes, this is probably the best team that Mark has faced all season. But at the same time, we've it, it, I, I feel like we've seen this play before, Matt. Yeah, 
I think you're right, and I think next uh, Friday afternoon, I you know, we could see Mart preempt the Matt Mosley show. Is uh is is as hard as that would be for somebody like you, Curtis, to stomach. I could see that happening. You know, a state title game with Mart involved would knock you. If you wonder what could knock the Mosley show off the air, that would be it. All right, that would. And be how it. fun would a McLennan County doubleheader be Thursday at ATT Stadium? You'd have Mart Stratford at 11 a.m. If Mart gets past Fall yeah. tonight, because I know if Coach Hoffman is listening, he's going to get really mad at me for just assuming that they're going to win. If Mark yeah. wins tonight, you would have Mark Stratford at 11 a.m., Lorena Brock at 3 p.m., and then you'd have, if they beat Quero tonight, China Spring at 3 p.m. Friday. That Thursday doubleheader, all McLennan County, that would be a lot of fun, and that would put a lot of butts in seats, Matt. Yeah, it'd be good ratings, too, for Channel 6, and that's really what it's all about, okay, is, uh, is making sure we get enough eyes over there Channel 6. It is Curtis Quillen. Curtis, I appreciate it. Always fun to catch up with you. I appreciate it, Matt. Thanks for having me on. There he goes with his weekly hit as they prepare for big games tonight as uh, he and Nikki uh, 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 cover up Mart versus Falls City, China Spring versus Quero. And uh, we get it all done. All right, Mike, check.